Welcome to Piloting Arrowleaf. I'm Stephanie, and this is my husband, Kyle. Hello. This podcast is our digital diary as we upend our life, restore our sense of adventure, and move across the country onto a sailboat with our two cats and our dog, Pilot. This is Piloting Arrowleaf. Uh, so we are back on the boat. Back in the water. We just got put back in the water. Yep. We are at Skyline Marina in Anacortes. We just finished our very, very successful haul out <laughs> where we got I mean, next to nothing. It was done. successful in that the boat didn't get damaged. Yes. Yes. Correct. Yes. And it's windy and the mast is, is squeaking. I don't know yeah, if the microphone creaking. can pick that up. But that, probably. That probably sounds really annoying. And it wasn't doing that. It wasn't doing it for like the past hour. But now it's going to do it. Why is it so squeaky? Well, our boat's broken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so yeah, the haul out, that was, that was, I mean, it was pretty cool seeing the boat get taken out of the water. But let's rewind a little bit. So we had left Kingston, and yes. we left our huge rental car behind. Yukon Denali. And we boated up to Skyline. Yep, in Anacortes, mm-hmm. which is about 50, 55 miles or so. 60 yeah. miles? About 60 miles. So that was a long, a long day that day. Um, pilots decided that right now is the perfect time to start chugging water all right we really need a sound studio yeah. <laughs> these, these podcasts are we might very, need to just restart this episode are very rustic because this is not going well <laughs> they're um, rustic okay that's part of it's part of what life is living aboard a sailboat it's never quiet and there's always problems you know this is true to life and that's what we're delivering to our four listeners. But our mask doesn't usually squeak. It's really windy. I can't control that. Correct. So So we had a pretty uneventful ride up there. It was very smooth. We had uh, I planned so that we left we would ride the current out, ride an, an ebb out of the sound. Mm-hmm. Then we were going to hug Whidbey Island and go up towards Smith Island following the shore, which we did, and it was very smooth. I remember we followed a motor yacht for a long, long ways yeah, that we were just, just going slow. trying to get there. And- yeah, well, we had to get there before the marina office closed so that we could get a key so we could get off of our boat and back onto our boat with pilot and stuff without having to have somebody wait at the gate to hold the gate open for the other to come back. Yeah. So, cause we knew we were going to be at the end of the longest dock ever by the fuel, fuel pumps. Yeah, yeah. We were right by the fuel pumps. So way out there. So it, it would just be best if we could get there while the office was still open and there was no way we we're, there was no wind. <laughs> there was no way we were going to get there mm-hmm. within 12 hours if we sailed the whole way. Yeah. So we rode the ebb out. Uh, motored at about six knots, which gave us like nine knots over ground. We were cruising. So we did that. We followed the a motor yacht kind of around the top of Whidbey and then towards Smith Island. We were hoping to see some puffins again, but I, I thought I saw one flying towards shore, but I couldn't confirm. But I saw some orange on the face. I saw some white on the face. And it, so I think it had to have been a puffin, but it was 
it, there's no chance of getting a picture. It flew by over the bow, like probably 50 feet in I front of the bow. It. And yeah, Steph was, I, I don't remember, you were, <laughs> yeah, you were looking at the island, I think, trying mm-hmm. to see them. But we didn't quite see them, so that was a little sad. Yeah, so we continued north. Uh, There's this really cool spot where you get to go by the opening of a big state park and a huge bridge, which is called Deception Pass. And so that was really cool. And we saw a couple dolphins Mm -hmm. um, up in that area. It's really pretty up there. Yeah, it's beautiful. Scary. Because well, Deception Pass is yeah, but notoriously we weren't going to go through no, Deception no, Pass. But, the current there is a little crazy. Yeah, people have said other people that we've watched things about, like who've gone through there, say that there's like definitely you have things? to YouTube videos, YouTube videos, and then I've also listened to podcasts and blogs, and so I just okay, so yeah things yeah, things, yeah. and um, so they say you really got to like pick your time and usually you have like a 30 to 40 minute window where it's basically slack tied through there and so it's very easy to just and that's i guess what boats usually do they kind of just just, start lining up it's just water funneling through there it's a massive amount of water that flows through there all day every day except Mm -hmm. for about 40 minutes twice a day yeah where the water is almost standing still Mm -hmm. and that's when you can safely go through because there are huge eddies and stuff that, like basically mini whirlpools that get made that can pull even some larger boats off course very yeah. far and it's a very narrow channel like i don't even want to go through it <laughs> but it looks beautiful yeah so it, it's i don't know it, it's intimidating we may figure it out at some point but we're not there yet no, so no. um so it's, it's it looks beautiful. It's a huge, huge bridge that's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, there's two bridges actually. There's one bridge that goes over like Deception Pass, the the part where all the kind of bigger boats go through, and then there's another bridge over another little section of it mm-hmm. that like kayaks could go through probably, yeah. but not not bigger boats. And I think it gets very shallow, like five feet yeah. on the other side. But it's almost like rapids yeah it's there. it's crazy yeah it's pretty wild. just going by it looked like the mouth of it was churned like the water was yeah. churned up so it was and we were pretty far away too so if we could see white water from out where we were that means a lot of water is flowing yeah flowing out yeah um so we yeah so we went by that that was really cool and then off to our left from there was like a cool little island and so we got to go alongside that. We kind of tucked in between that island and shore right up to the entrance to the Skyline Marina. And there's like a little dock on that island. I'm guessing it's a nature preserve one, and that's a, a wildlife, yeah. a Washington wildlife There's a lot of dock. like wildlife preserves up here. Yeah. Which is nice. <clears throat> Lots of protected marine mammals up here. Yeah. So that's cool. And then there was a another island right next to that and so you go past these two islands and then you get right up to the mouth of the marina which there was a lot of boat traffic i remember when we got Mm -hmm. there we had to wait because there was two motor yachts and two sailboats that were kind of ahead of us yeah and it was kind of low tide so the the opening to the marina was a little more narrow very narrow yeah. yeah and it's our chart said it was 16 feet deep but mm. we had a negative three and a half foot tide that day so it was like 13 feet deep and our draft is about eight feet so it's nerve-wracking going through there and if you deviate a little bit it drops up to like eight feet at low tide 
So that means there's four feet deep with a negative four tide. So it was a little nerve wracking and we went slow. The wind picked up a little bit when we got up there. So there was some wind kind of blowing us in. Mm -hmm. So we had to make sure that we just kind of kept enough engine going where I could counteract the wind blowing us off course into another dock going in. So, uh, but we got in, got tied up at the fuel dock very easily. The wind was pushing us right into the dock and we just kind of went right along the the fuel lines and then we just walked the boat forward where it was, we had plenty of space. and side tie. Yep, very simple. But Reno's pretty cool. There's a lot of whale watching, touring boats and things like that there. There's a lot of sailboats, too. And then a lot of people kayaking just around the marina, which was a little it's weird. It's really pretty. It's, yeah. Very scenic. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we we did that. And then the next morning, we wrongfully assumed it would be easy to get an Uber back down yeah. to Edmonds. Well, I tried that night. The night That's we got right, there. Yeah. I tried to get an Uber back to Edmonds, which is about almost two hours yeah. by car. And it was not happening. And I, I like, waited forever. I think I tried, like, three different times, like, three different times and three different, yeah. two different di- ways you could get there. And either route, nobody picked it up. Nobody no. wanted to do that ride. We were later <laughs> told that Lyft works up there, but Uber doesn't go up to Anacortes usually. Oh. So we didn't even think of trying no, Lyft. No, I didn't think of that. Well, because, I don't know. Okay. So we didn't even think to try Lyft. So yeah, I tried from about, I think, 6 p.m. until like 9 p.m. to get an Uber down to Edmond so I could take the ferry. We're so stupid. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, we'll just Uber. Like, no problem. Who wouldn't want to pick us up in the middle of nowhere at a marina and drive us down to like the ferry? The middle of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, so that didn't happen. So we started getting a little nervous about how we were going to get that stupid rental car so i ended up calling a taxi company Mm -hmm. and they were like yeah no (laughs) we're not gonna do that but they actually ended up calling me back i think later that night yeah at about 8 p.m or something i had asked if they could give me a taxi ride in and they were like that's we can't do that at this time of night we could maybe set something up for you tomorrow yeah And so I was like, okay, they could pick me up at like 8.30 or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, that's fine, whatever. Then they called me back at like Mm 9, like an hour later. And they were like, actually, we can't bring you at 8.30 either. But we have one of our drivers is going to his other job in Seattle. And he's willing to give you a ride. He said, we'll still have to charge you for a fare. He'll still pick you up in a company vehicle. But... We we just can't put him on the books for that, whatever, yeah. logistically. Like, he, he was going, basically what it amounted to, we would still be covered by their insurance or anything if anything went wrong, but we weren't officially using them, their company, as a whatever. Right. So we were basically That's doing nice. a ride share, like an Uber, yeah. essentially, instead of a taxi call. Yeah. I, we said that was fine. We didn't really know of another way to get down no, there. We were kind of and we were supposed to get hauled out at four p.m. Mm-hmm. And so this was the night before. This guy called at like nine p.m. Said we could do it at six forty-five the next morning is when they would have to six was when they had to pick us up at the marina. Yeah. So that this person could get down to their other job in Seattle by nine. Mm-hmm. 
So they were going to drop us off at Edmonds and then just continue going. Yeah. So, yeah, we we said, yeah. Well, originally, you were just supposed to go alone. Yeah. But then I was like, I don't want to miss out on that adventure. Like, I want to go, too. <laughs> and so I, I should have stayed behind and prepared the boat better for the haul out. Like, it was ready to go, but there was, I could still needed to pack for the hotel yeah. and everything. And... Uh, pfft, didn't do that. I just went along with you and this random guy, and it's yep. like a ninety-five minute yeah drive down. It was about to, an hour and a half. Yeah, to Edmonds. Yeah. To Edmonds, and then from there, it's we went straight onto the ferry mm-hmm. over to Kingston, hopped into the rental car, tried to get back missed on that, that ferry. ferry, missed it. It was we full. It, we we would have made it, but it was full. Yeah. So there was already a line for the next one, and yeah. I think we didn't get, we didn't get onto a ferry until almost one fifteen, I think, or something. Something like that. And we were starting to cut it close to yeah. getting back to the boat for our haul out because we, well, let's see, no, so we got down there. We got down there around seven thirty, so we caught the, there was like an eight twenty ferry or yeah. something that we caught. Because we had to wait a little bit. Um, so we caught that one. And then the 1055 ferry was the one we were supposed to catch back. But we, it, it was, was full. full or something. Or didn't run or something. Mm-hmm. So we didn't catch one until like 11 something. Mm-hmm. And that got us back to the other side at around noon. And then we had an hour and a half drive north. And we were supposed to go to the grocery store and pick up stuff for the hotel. Yeah. So we made a stop to get food and stuff at the grocery store and then by the time we got back to the boat it was almost two thirty, three o'clock and we were getting hauled out in an hour and a half and they called me and said can we haul you out early and yeah. i was like uh and i was just like grabbing like as many clothes as i thought we would need and just yeah. shoving them into a suitcase like no plan whatsoever no. that was it was really dumb of me and so we ended up getting hauled out i think at we ended up, it was pretty close to 4. Yeah. We we were supposed to get hauled out at 4.40, I think was our scheduled time. And they asked if we could do it at 3.30. Yeah. And I said, probably not 3.30, but we could maybe do 4. And they said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And so I think we got hauled out at about 4. Yeah. But we were supposed to get hauled out closer to 5. And so we put the cats in the carrier, then we stuffed them in the wagon, I think, with just, like, the suitcase yep. and everything else. And we pulled up to... That was weird. Pulling up to the dock where they needed to... They turned the boat. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to describe it. So, there's the, like, the little channel where the, the lift goes and drives through mm-hmm. and lowers the straps or whatever to your boat. But we pulled alongside that. And then they kind of turned our boat around that corner. Yeah, to so there's turn it bow in. I don't remember how turn that, it bow out. Bow out. That's yeah, right. Because we were going bow in, so yeah. they put us. So there's the little channel would be on the right hand side mm-hmm. from the direction we were going towards the marina office, yeah. and then there's a dock on the left hand side of that little channel, and they put us on the outside of that dock. And then grabbed our lines. And then lines. grabbed our lines and turned us around. And it was just, it felt weird. so wrong. <laughs> it was very it weird. It felt so narrow. 
And like, I, I don't, did you have the engine on? I did. Yeah. Okay. They had me have the engine on and I, I would kick it like a touch in reverse so mm-hmm. that it would help pivot. And then I had bow thrusters on in case I needed to swing the front. Yeah. Um, because I was up in the bow watching yeah, the you space were watching that. and there wasn't a lot. It was really, it was nerve wracking. Um, it was very nerve wracking because I was at the stern and just watching our, our dinghy was hanging off the back and we were getting pretty close to another boat with our swing yeah. because of there were boats yeah, this docked was right, right there. Near the, the whale watching to yeah. our boats. And, oh my gosh. So that was crazy. Yeah, but they did it pretty much almost all by lines Yeah, where I was just doing a little tiny bit to just keep the boat moving and keep it from drifting. Yeah. Okay. So then we got all the animals off the boat um, and then I, you stayed with the boat, but I pulled them like down the dock a little bit yeah. and kind of watched from a, a little bit of a distance because it was starting, I was getting really anxious. It was nerve wracking. <laughs> we hadn't seen our boat hauled out yet, like getting lifted. Getting lifted. We had and seen it moved on the... already out, but that's it. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Talk about what, what happened. So <clears throat> you're supposed to have like... Pretty much all boats, especially boats of our size, have spa- spots on the side of the hulls that usually have little arrows or little things that say sling, and that's where the slings have to go. Ours were so weather-faded that the guys oh. couldn't see them. And so he was like, I was in the cockpit, and I wasn't looking at the edge, and I was like, I'm pretty sure there are stickers that say where the slings have to go. But he was like, just walk forward to where your sail drive is. In the th- and I was like, <laughs> I it should be right under me exactly. I was like, hold on, I think there are stickers. And so I hopped off the side wow. and I showed the guys, and then the guys could see them. They're just a little faded. Yeah. And um, so they saw them, and I was actually right on with where I oh, estimated, nice. which was awesome. Because he lined them up before I was like, I think we have those. So he lined the slings up with me in the cockpit, and then I hopped off, and I was, I was like... We have those. Let's double check. Yeah. And so we did that, and um, it was right on anyway. But nice. So then, yeah, one goes in front of the keel, one goes behind the keel, but in front of the That's sail good. drive. So they put it through like that, and then it's a very tense, nerve-wracking moment as you watch the boat slowly getting lifted, the slack getting taken out of the slings. <sighs> then the boat starts coming out of the water. And it's, yeah, Just it talking was like, about it. And then you see, like, the mast, like, swinging as the yeah. boat adjusts in the sling. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, it's it's pretty scary. It is, yeah. It's And then it seemed crazy. like they it took forever for them to, to raise it out mm-hmm. of the water and up high enough so they could drive that little... Traveling lift. Thank you. That's what they're called. And, and then they drove, like, it felt like a half a mile to where the boat was yeah, actually going to get blocked. Pretty far, because we were going to their the DIY yard, which is, like, the do-it-yourself yard. Yeah. Um, where, where you're allowed to go and be with the boat, whereas yeah. in the other yard, it's full service. And so they don't allow you back there. Mm-hmm. It's only their mechanics and stuff like that are back there. So, yeah, the DIY yard is was really far away, like, yeah. across this main street outside the marina a huge parking lot past the huge parking lot and then behind some huge indoor DIY sheds Mm -hmm. where you can work on your smaller boats without masts, um, go in there. 
Yeah. And so we went behind those and then to the spot as far down in the back of that yard as you could possibly get yeah. away from where the boat got hauled out. It was crazy. It, it was, was so far. It was pretty cool watching it, though. I walked with it Yeah. the whole way. It was interesting. So we got, yeah, we got Stephanie and the cats and the dog in the car with mm-hmm. the AC going and everything. And so I walked with the boat and then I walked back and... Or, we drove to Yeah, it. then we drove over there. Yeah. And we grabbed, I think we grabbed a couple more things from the boat that we forgot while rushing to pack. Yeah. And then we, uh, the yard closes, the DIY yard closes for the night at 5.30. And we had just gotten in there, like by the time the travel lift had driven in there, it was like probably 5.15 or something. And they were like, all right, grab whatever you need because we got to lock up the gate. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So the whole day was a panic. It was, yeah, the whole like, day was just a stressful. Like waking up early, like I definitely shouldn't have gone with you to get the car. Like I, I made that extra panicky, you yeah, know. Yeah, it and was then just a it, mistake. It was. And then, so we drove down to the hotel, which was 90 minutes away. So it's we went far. to a hotel we stayed at before we bought the boat. And it was in the Redmond Wood. Woodenville area which we we really love and we couldn't really find an Airbnb around where the boat was there's like no hotels there no so we're like if we're gonna have to go a ways out let's just go somewhere where we know and we're like comfortable and I love that area and I missed it and so we chose that looking back like it was a mistake it it was was far far. it was was like an hour and a half and but I don't know that there was much closer. No, I mean, we could have gone up more by the casinos, like north of Maryville and yeah. stuff, but it wouldn't have been... Still know, would have been a ways. Yeah, it still would have probably been an hour. Yeah. Like, the Airbnbs we were finding were either way too expensive or, like, not... They didn't have any kind of amenities or no. they didn't allow pets or, yeah. you know, what whatever it was. It was, it was really so. slim pickings, but so... I don't know. It was, so that it was, was nice. the first day. Yeah. Um, so we rushed and oh, also the so the guys when they got us into the yard, they had to set up like a twenty foot ladder for me to oh, get yeah. up to the boat, and so I tied that ladder up. He said, "Tie this ladder up to your uh, to your stanchions at the top, mm-hmm. just so it doesn't blow over at night or or while you're up there, it blows over." Oh, that um, would be. So fun. I took a piece of line and just kind of tied it up loosely. Yeah. And um, I don't even remember if I told you this, but when I went back, somebody had gone up, untied my ladder, and taken it. Oh. And uh, so well, there you go. I, I had to go back to the marina. So I went back the next morning to go work on the boat. And um, so I went back to back to the boat. There were no ladders. The ladder from my boat was gone, the one that I had tied up. So I had to go back to the office, and I was like... Uh, I think I need a ladder somehow. Like, do you guys have more? And they're like, yeah, we store them in the shed if people aren't using them. And so they walked with me and they were like, I thought you tied one up. I was like, yeah, I did. Somebody untied it and took it. And he's like, well, that's a dick move. We have other <laughs> ladders. Like, and so he yeah, was that, like, he was it, like, I sorry about imagine. that. And I was like, yeah, it seemed weird to me. <laughs> I can't imagine doing that. Yeah. That's it was, really strange. So somebody climbed up to my boat sometime between like 8 a.m. and... 9 30 when i got there in like that hour and a half somebody had gone up and taken my ladder Just so i was like weird. whatever and there was another boat next to me which did take my ladder and they had three ladders on their boat 
<laughs> so I was like, this is just a ridiculous, like, I hope they don't come talk to me because I'm going to yell at them. Oh, no. So they were doing something with the outside of their boat. Like, they were taping something off, but I don't see they why needed. they needed three. There were two of them. Why would they need three ladders? for the, Anyway, it was just frustrating. Yeah. And I didn't tell you about that because it was frustrating. Oh. But, um, what a weird... The whole thing was just... It was strange, weird. yeah. So that first day, yeah, so that was a frustrating start to our week that we yeah. were going to be in the yard. So we're going to... This episode's getting long already, so we're going to end, end it here. And, and make we'll, it a two-parter. Yeah, we'll pick up next next time with... Uh, All the projects. How the, how the projects went. And everything, so... See you then. All right, bye. This has been another episode of Piloting Aeroly. If you'd like to learn more about me or Kyle or our animals, check us out at pilotingaeroleaf.com. You can also send us some support on patreon.com slash pilotingaeroleaf. Thank you. See you next time.